Welcome to the Answers from Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Lalone. In each episode, you'll hear from leaders across the world. You'll hear their struggles, their thoughts on leadership, and a parting word of wisdom from each guest. Are you ready to hear Answers from Leadership? I hope you are, because it's coming at you right now. Today's guest on the Answers from Leadership podcast is Leon Logothetis. Pronounce that right, right, Leon? Yes, you pronounced it right. <laughs> um, Leon's a global adventurer, motivational speaker, and philanthropist. It wasn't always this way for Leon. He used to be a broker in the city of London where he felt uninspired and chronically depressed. He gave it all up for a life on the road. This radical life change was inspired by the inspirational movie, The Motorcycle Diaries. As for how I was introduced to Leon, I was introduced to him by my friend Brian Lund. Brian mentioned Leon's project, The Kindness Diaries, on Facebook. It's a book and Netflix series, and the title of the project really piqued my interest. After watching a few episodes of The Kindness Diaries, I had to have Leon on the show to talk about kindness and how it impacts all of us. Leon, what else would you like listeners to know about you? Um, I support Liverpool Football Club. Um, I'm a big soccer fan and, you know, really just I like connecting with people. And if those who are listening today can be inspired to find their, their passions in life and go out and be a bit kinder to each other and themselves, then it's, it's a worthwhile conversation. All right, great. Um, so first, what inspired you um, to do the Kindness Diaries? Did you think people were really going to be kind enough to help you get all the way across the U.S. and further? Well, you mentioned how I uh, watched the movie The Motorcycle Diaries. So that was kind of the first uh, foray into into you know traveling around the world on kindness. I, I was a broker and... I, I felt kind of disconnected and no sense of purpose. And the Motorcycle Diaries is a romanticized version of Che's early life when he traveled around South America relying on kindness. And there was something about that that really touched me in a profound way. So I started to travel and I actually did it across America on $5 a day. Um, and then the desire to take the vintage yellow motorbike and go around the world really was I, I like motorcycles. And the, sh the Motorcycle Diaries obviously has a motorcycle in it. Um, so I was inspired to, to do something similar, but on a bigger scale. And what did you find out about kindness as you were traveling across the country? Look, I think the thing I, I, I found predominantly about traveling around the world, not, not just around America, was that ultimately people are all the same. But by that, I mean that, you know, we simply just want to be seen we simply just want to be heard, and we simply just want to be loved. And the simplest way to do that as another human being is to be kind, because by being kind, you make someone else feel less alone. Um, and that was the thing that I learned, that we're all the same, and, and we just want to be seen. In one of the scenes on The Kindness Diaries, it blew my mind. There was the homeless man, and you, know, you were asking people to take you in for the night. You met this homeless man. And he was like, I don't have a home, but I'll, you, you can come sleep with, you know, where I sleep. How, how did these experiences of kindness, as simple as that, to, you know, some of the bigger things of letting you become a cowboy for a day or, you know, your other adventures in kindness, how, how did that impact you? Look, it impacted me profoundly because it taught me that uh, kindness is free and that it's not relevant how much money you have. 
um, it's relevant how much uh, how open your heart is, and that can be done whether you're rich or whether you're poor. Um, it taught me that true wealth is not in our wallets, but it's in our hearts. And the story of Tony, which is the homeless guy you're talking about, was an amazing story because here was a man who had nothing, as you saw on the show. He had one bag, which he hid in the bushes so no one stole it. Um, yet he humbled me by showing me that his ability to give far outweighed mine. And I had everything on the outside. Um, and you can't go through an experience like that and not be changed. So sometimes Tony says, because I still stay in touch with him, he says to me, Leon, you changed my life. And I always say the same thing. I say, Tony, you changed my life. And you changed it by opening up my heart. Um, and it was a truly profound experience to, to sleep on the streets. Look, man, I did it for one night. There are people out there that have done it for 30 years. There are people in countries like India that do it every single night with their families. Um, but just one night was a profound moment for me. And what, what do you think made Tony be kind to you? Do you know, that's a, that's a very good question. And, and I would say that it was probably that he felt like I saw him because many people, myself included, walk past homeless people as if they don't exist. And in that moment, I didn't walk past him. I spoke to him. I connected with him. And the fact that I did that may have uh, inspired his kindness, although at the same time, I think he had a kindness inside him. You could see from the from, from the footage, you could see from my um, connection with him that his kindness was genuine. That doesn't make him perfect because you can be kind and imperfect, exactly like I am, exactly like many people are. But he was, uh, I think that's what it was ultimately, the fact that he felt seen. That episode just really stands out to me because, you know, you think about people like you and I, you know, we have a home, a roof over our head, um, a loving family, and, you know, we pass by people who who are willing to be kind when they have nothing at all. It, it just blows my mind and in that we don't see these people. Why do you think we don't see these people who are willing to be so kind? Or why, why do you think we don't see the opportunity to be kind to these people? Look, I think it's there's an element of we've lost our sense of community. So we wall ourselves off and we don't connect with each other. Like I've, you know, I, I've got some neighbors who I, I've been in the same house for 10 years. And I, I hardly know them. Yet I can go out into the world and connect with people. And I, I go out to places like India where, yeah, there's, there's a lot of poverty. Um, yet they have a sense of community, which I feel like we've lost. Uh, so... I think that's one of the main things that, that we should think about, sense of community, because that brings people together. And, and, and I think we've lost that in many ways. And it, it seems to happen uh, when tragedy strikes. Um, we all get together again. Yet a few months after the tragedy's ended, we're back to being behind our walls again. Um, so that sense of community is really important. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, you mentioned the, the tragedy. It makes me think of, of times of like funerals or terrorist acts, you know, it brings people together. Um, how can we? It's so interesting that you say that about funerals, because for me, it's it's similar with weddings, because people always come together for weddings. That's... And when I go to a wedding, I, I always think to myself, 
Why can't we be together every day? Why does it have to take something special for us to be together? Yeah. It's good or bad. It's like a wise man once said to me, you know, we celebrate our birthdays or we celebrate certain days, but what about celebrating every day? Yeah. So how can we go about celebrating every day where we're inviting people in or creating the sense of community? Look, it, 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 it starts from each individual person. It starts from how you choose to show up in life. Um, and look, it's easy for me to sit here and, and preach. I, I know I, I never, I try never to preach, but it's easy to sit and chat with you and preach about, oh, it's so important to have community. Yet I just told you that I have a neighbor who I don't even know. So, you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing. We've been conditioned through society the way that we live in the Western world. Um, that it's more important to look after a few than it is to be in a, in a community. And also many of us have become affluent uh, in the sense that we don't need each other as much. And when you go to these poor places in India or wherever they may be, they need each other. And uh, that's why they are maybe in some senses forced to have a sense of community. So there's not, there's not an easy answer, but uh, it, it stems from, within each individual person, how you can go out and, you know, just create more connection with others. Going back to the kindness thing, why do you think some people are kind and others are not? Oh, that's a... <laughs> that's an interesting question. Look, I don't know. I mean, I think that as, as human beings, kindness isn't built in us. However, there are moments in our lives where trauma happens, um, our hearts close up, and if our hearts continue to close up, it's harder to connect. Um, so I'd say some people are unkind because they've had so much pain that uh, they've gone down the, the wrong road. Um, some people maybe just aren't, you know, don't have the same kind of, I don't want to call it a kindness gene. I'm not a scientist, so I have no idea if that's true or not. But let's call it a kindness gene. Some people have it, some people may not. Do you think even unkind people can be taught or inspired to be kind? I, I would say absolutely. If it's part of who we are as human beings, if two million years ago when we were roaming the savannas or wherever we were in the caves, kindness kept us alive in certain situations it did because we had to share things with people, it's still part of who we are. Do you think this lack, the, the lack of kindness or these, these pains and hurts inspire people to be unkind in the workplace as well? Yeah. I mean, you know, the workplace can be a pretty nasty environment for many. Um, and sometimes we, we say, well, you know, the workplace is, is to make money and kindness doesn't have a role there. But I would disagree with that. The greatest companies are often the ones that treat each other with respect and treat the, their employees and their clients and their customers with respect and go out into the world and make a difference. And that starts at the top. So uh, I think the workplace is a very important place for people to feel safe in, and many people don't. Like I do a lot of speeches about bullying in schools, but there's bullying in, uh, in workplaces. It happens all the time. Right. As leaders, what can somebody do to help bring kindness to the workplace? I think, again, it starts 
within each individual person. So if you're a leader at a specific place of work, then it's up to you to filter that down so people should be speaking, spoken to and treated with respect. That doesn't mean that when you speak and treat someone with respect and you're kind, you're weak and your performances will go down because it won't. More often than not, it will improve things. So from this perspective, the workplace, it starts from the top. When you have someone at the top who comes from a, a place of dignity, comes from a place of respect, comes from a place of compassion and understanding, you will more often not find that it trickles down throughout the whole system. And the opposite is true. You have someone at the top that uh, has no compassion and is, is treats people with disrespect, and it's all about the bottom line, and there's nothing else that matters, then you have a problem. And you've seen a lot of acts of kindness, I'm sure, on your journeys across the, you know, the U.S. and then the rest of the world. Do you have any tips on things leaders could do in the workplace to become more kind? Other than you know speaking kindly to somebody, are there acts of kindness that you think would have a large impact? We were I just asked you how we could be kind, kinder in the workplace. Um, and that's when you were breaking up. So okay, um, can you repeat what you said? Sure. So um, you know, kindness in the workplace really starts from the top, uh, from the the people that are leading the show. Because when, when you lead, you, uh, it, it's done by example. And uh, imagine a system where the person at the top is not being compassionate, not being empathetic, is not understanding, and the bottom line is all that matters. And, uh, you know, the bottom line is important, but how you get to the bottom line is equally as important. What's one or two acts of kindness during your travels that really impacted you? Well, the first act of kindness that impacted me was Tony. Uh, I know we talked about it earlier, but there was something about a man with nothing giving of himself so selflessly that was changing, that changed my life because it proved to me that if he can be kind, then why can't I? And if I can be kind, then why can't you? Um, and it took a man with nothing to show me that. That was the first act of kindness. The second act of kindness, I was in India. And I went to the slums of India. And I spent the night with a rickshaw driver uh, who insisted that I sleep on his bed. Uh, his, 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 his wife and him were going to sleep on the floor. And I said to him, I said, do you, there is absolutely no way I'm sleeping on the bed. I will sleep on the floor and you sleep on the bed. But he was insistent, and he kept on saying, guest is God. You are a human being, and this is how we treat human beings. And there was something profound about that. I love that. You know, we, we mentioned the Motorcycle Diaries and how that inspired you to go on the Kindness Diaries. Um, is there a book that has had a major impact, you know, on your life, leadership, you know, your idea of kindness? Definitely. It's a book called The Drama of a Gifted Child. It's by Alice Miller. And basically, she explains why we do what we do. Because um, I was always, as a kid and as a young man, I, I, I would do things that I wasn't particularly proud of. And I'd be like, why am I doing this? Like, I couldn't understand. Um, why did I end up as a broker when I never wanted to be a broker? 
why did I do the things I did? And, and she explains it in a very beautiful way. And read the first paragraph of the book. And if you don't like it, then don't read any of it. But I assure you that that first paragraph will touch you in a really beautiful way. All right. Sounds like a great book. It always helps us to understand why we do what we do. It really does. Uh, because otherwise we just, we have no idea. We're like, okay. Like, why did that just happen? Right. We wonder why we get stuck in that, that loop and doing the same thing over and over yes. again. So yes. definitely yes. check that out. As we wrap up, do you have any parting words of wisdom about kindness? Look, you know, I, I would say that how you show up in the world makes a profound difference, not just for you, but for other people. And you have a choice. Do you want to show up negatively? Or do you want to show up positively? And one of the most beautiful ways of showing up positively is simply by being kind. Being kind to yourself and kind to others. Not perfectly. No one's perfect. Because you do something bad doesn't mean, oh my God, I can never be kind. You know? Just get back on the wagon and commit every day to, to coming from a, a place of compassion. Great. Thank you for chatting about kindness today with us, Leon. If listeners really enjoyed what they heard, where can they find you online? Well, they can find me on Netflix. Uh, just type in Kindness Diaries. Uh, and they can find me on Facebook and Twitter, just my name. All right, great. Um, thank you again, Leon. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Leon about kindness and how kindness impacts our lives and those around us. You can take kindness into the workplace and lead well. If you would like the show notes for today's episode, you can go to jmlalone.com slash 037. There you'll find the questions asked, portions of Leon's answers, and quotes from Leon you can share on social media. Speaking of social media, thank you to everyone who has shared the Answers from Leadership podcast with your friends. This means a lot to me and helps other leaders learn about the show. If you haven't shared the podcast with someone, would you do so today? It would help them and help us with the show. Until next time, continue to lead well.